Welcome to Top Breed Cats, the show for anyone who loves cats. Today we will talk about the Kinkalau and the Ragdoll. That's right. I'm Quinn. And I'm Ollie. We both have two cats who we love very much. And today I'm going to be starting you off by talking about the Ragdoll cat. The Ragdolls are large and affectionate. And they're very flexible cats. Um, They simply go like limp or like they just fall down or whatever like when rags. like rags in a way being dropped um when they're being petted and giving treats and all that stuff so they're very attention loving um this is one of the largest cat breeds in the world but do not let that fool you their bright blue eyes and loud purr let you know that these cats are just big like softies they're, they are not. They're, they're like stuffed animals in a way. They love to be cuddled, anything like that. Um, although they are huge. The males weigh up to about 20 pounds, and females are about 10 to 15. Their height is about 11 to 13 inches to the shoulder. Um, they have a medium-length coat, and it's very silky. Um, they come in many different colors and patterns, such as lilac, chocolate point, seal point, things like that. They usually have blue eyes, and their life expectancy is 13 to 15 years plus. So they have a really good life expectancy. They're very affectionate and friendly. They're pretty good with kids. Um, They're very good with other animals. They do need a little bit, a, a good amount of exercise, and they're about that amount of playfulness, and they have that same energy level. They're very trainable and intelligent. And then they shed every once in a while, like low being once a month or something, or barely at all, high being pretty much every day or week. Um, so they're kind of in between that. So the ragdoll is compared to many other breeds like um, the Persian, maybe. Um, and they were created here in California in the 1960s. A cat breeder named Ann Baker wanted to create a absolutely amazing and stunning cat with a loving personality. So she started using the domestic medium hair cats of unknown origins, and Josephine was the name of the original mother cat of this breed, and she was white. It took a few generations. Baker eventually produced the first ragdoll cats. These cats were appreciated for their non-matting fur and large size, plus their outgoing personality. Unfortunately, um, an argument erupted between Baker and some other ragdoll fanciers in the 1970s. Eventually, many of the early lovers of ragdoll breed and Baker herself parted ways, and the ragdoll breed remains popular today despite this upheaval, though. So that's good. The Cats Fanciers Association, also known as the CFA, began to register ragdolls in about 19... 93. Today, ragdolls are actually the fifth most popular cats, like, breed registered by the CFA. So there's a good amount of them out there. Wow. So the ragdoll has a very silky single coat, meaning that it doesn't have an underlayer, basically. Some cats have two layers, which make their fur more dense. Yeah, like Max? Yeah. Very rough, dense fur. Like Max, Ollie's uh, gray tabby, or Nala for me. 
That's why she doesn't lick a bunch, because she has this undercoat. Yeah, but Toby on the other hand. Yeah, Toby and Serena do lick, because they don't have a as dense coat. And, um, so, and like, they're both silk soft. Yeah, they're both really soft, though. Anyway, um, so it's meant to be lower matting than other medium hair cats, meaning that it doesn't get tangled nearly as much. Um, and the breed still requires brushing at least twice a week, just to make sure that that matting doesn't come to be a problem. So um, this breed are prone to weight issues because you just want to make sure that you don't feed them too much. Um, So if you find a way like puzzle toys that feed them or like portioning out the food, giving them a little bit at a time, um, that might help with the um, weight, and then have them do some exercising too. Since this breed is so trainable, you could train them to walk on a harness and then take them for walks. Anyway, um, so you just want to make sure that you play with this cat because we don't want your fluffy cat to be super, um, fat. All right, um, so purebred ragdolls do not have have a lot of genetic diversity though. They're actually vulnerable to bladder stones and hypertonic cladomorphopathy. The bladder stones are painful and can lead to cat litter box issues. So just make sure that you help your cat avoid bladder stones and other urinary infections by encouraging your cat to drink lots of fresh water and feeding them high quality food. Um, Hyperthotic compathity is harder to avoid though because it's a genetic issue. HCM is a heart disease that can cause thickening of the heart muscle, and a cardiogram can help diagnose the problem, but only after the cat has developed HMC, HCM. So genetic testing can also help the breeders avoid breeding cats with HCM, but it's always a risk about this cat. So just a question, um, are ragdolls hypoallergenic? Unfortunately, they are not. Although some allergy sufferers are less bothered by these cats, ragdolls are not bred to be hypoallergenic. Um, some may think that because of the um, like non-matting fur and that medium shed, but just like said, they don't have an undercoat, so that means that they do lick more, unfortunately. Fun fact! The, what people are actually allergic to isn't the fur. It's actually stuff in the cat's saliva. Yeah, here. All right, and then if you think that this cat is a perfect cat for you, you can look for their price range between $800 and $2,000 for a showbred um, ragdoll. Like show quality, like cat shows. Yep, really good quality cats. Like, these cats are very loving and everything you could possibly ask for for a family pet. So that's all for the ragdoll, and today I'm giving you over to Ollie for the kinkalo. So the kinkalo is a very small kitty. It's also adorable. And adorable. With little cute little ears, you'll, if you click on the thing below, you will see it. And it's about 8 inches tall at max. Seven pounds at maximum. Oh my gosh. Nice and short. They live up to 15 years. It's best for any Calvin family and those with children or other pets. They are very cautious, calm, 
curious. loving, curious, and curious. Playful. Very playful and smart. And it's, it's a mix nice. between American Curl and the Munchkin. And you just can't say no to the little face. Yeah, it's very short like the Munchkin. It has like the same hair and like curled ears as the but, American Curl Cat. And very stubby legs. Yeah, Munchkin. As I can see, very stubby. The Kinkalo dates back to the middle 1900, well, no, 1990s, making it a newer feline breed. Development began in the U.S. when a breeder named Terry Harris began crossing munchkins with American curls. Through this experimental program, she simply wanted to see what the result of it would be. She successfully was able to create a new breed that was showcased both short legs, curled ears, the two most distinct features of these two parent breeds. So the little, little, cute little ears are from the American curls and the tiny size of them that could probably fit in your palms are from the munchkin. And the kinkalo is considered an exotic and rare breed. It received experimental breed status from the International Cat Association, TICA, and the breed has also been recognized by the Dwarf Cat Association, TBCA. TDCA. Ah, sorry. Mm-hmm. If you're consider entering, introducing a kinkalo, 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 into your family, it's important to work with a reliable breeder. Doing so will ensure the health of your little kitty. The kinkalo dates back to the mid... Yeah, I already said that. Hi, kitty. Even though it's a small cat, it can get just around just fine. And, in fact, these kitties are known for their playful personality and will have bursts of energy, like my dog's zoomies. And pl- run around, play with their favorite toys, and maybe even play fetch. Oh my gosh, they're dog-like. Uh-huh, but so tiny. Because this breed is also known for enjoying quality time with their human family, playing with your pet is every day is recommended. In addition to being energetic and playful, these cats are also known for their curiosity and intelligence. Plus, they're social and eager to please, so they prefer being involved in what their humans are doing, unlike my dogs or cats. And um, if you're searching for a cat who enjoys being petted and snuggling, the Kinkalow. Kinkalow. Not disappoint. And their colors are... Many different patterns. And... Oh, I just can't stop looking at the photos. They usually have about blue, green yeah. eyes. And they're around 2000 bucks. Alright. Expensive kitty. And... They are whitish... And orange, tabby, gray, orange, cream, black, calico, tori, etc. Lots of different colors and patterns. Yeah, and that's all for the kinkalow. Kinkalow. Ah! Alrighty. That's everything that we have for our cat information. So, do you have any Max and Toby stories? The cats yacked on the carpet. Oh. Did they eat too quickly?
No, I think it was a hairball. Ah, hairball. Interesting. Our cats know, never have like brownish gun color. Oh. Yeah, my cats never have hairballs. It's interesting. Um. <laughs> so I have a few Serena stories. Serena has been one cuddling with me pretty much this entire time of recording. So if you heard meowing and purring, that's from me. Ollie's right now brushing Serena, who's on my bed. Um, and hmm, let's see. Oh, right. Serena earlier today was messing around with my brother's Legos, and she kind of broke one of them. <laughs> so yeah. Cole was very mad. So I had to fix that because Serena is technically some of my responsibility. Anyway, yeah. And then Nala, um, I've mentioned this before. She's getting even more playful now. Unmaturing. Yep. She's Same not with Max. Or she's not maturing at all. She's just unmaturing. Same with Max, but Toby's maturing. Um. So, yeah. And then I've gotten like six scratches from her in one night. Yeah, Serena, Nala. Oh, yeah, very playful. She's oh. also still the loving, adorable cat I've always known. Um, Kitty. Yep. Ollie, do you have anything more to add for this episode? Um. All right. Okay, if you have any cat stories you would like to share with us, don't hesitate to contact us at topbreedcats at gmail.com. Just topbreedcats at gmail.com, all lowercase. And then just tell us a little bit about your cat or anything that they've done recently that's kind of out of the ordinary or silly. Or annoying. Annoying, too. That happens to every cat owner in the world. Yeah. There's always one thing that will make you a little bit mad. Anyway, that's all for this episode, I think, right? Uh, yes, and we are sorry that we have not gone cat science yet. Yes, um, our friend was in Washington, D.C., so he couldn't make that. We're hoping to get that soon, but until then, we'll just have more regular Top Breed Cats episodes. We can hope for more cat science like updates, and once we get an update, we will share it in our next episode, and then as soon as we get the audio file, we'll post it for that week's episode. Alright, thank you for listening, and don't forget to check the links down below, down in our about thing, to see the pictures of these adorable cats. The ragdoll and the kinkalo. So cute! <laughs> Alright, that's all for today. Bye! Bye. Thanks for listening.